Driving down the highway, James Alden pointed out the sign announcing the city of Rosedale to his four grandchildren, Henry, Jesse, Violet, and Benny. There's where my old friend Edward Marlowe lives. Benny, the youngest, craned his neck. I see it, he said in an excited voice. I can't wait to meet Mr. Marlowe, Jesse said. Did you go to school with him? Grandfather chuckled. <laughs> he was my college roommate. Edward dreamed up all kinds of excitement. He had a lot of pep in those days. He paused. I'm eager to see him. I haven't seen him for years. He's owned this small zoo for a long time, and I want to see how he's getting along. Is he as handsome as you, Grandfather? Violet asked with a smile. Grandfather laughed. <laughs> Edward was a good-looking boy with a mischievous streak. Edward sounds like fun, Benny said. And his zoo even more fun. Yes, he does, Henry agreed. How far does he live from the zoo, Grandfather? He lives just one block away, just a short walk, Grandfather said. Smiling, Violet leaned back in the seat. She brushed back her hair so she'd look her best for Grandfather's friend. Jessie smiled at her sister. Her thick hair was tangled from the wind, but she smoothed it down and tied it back with a ribbon. I wish we could have brought Watch, Benny said. Watch will be fine, Henry said. You know how Mrs. McGregor spoils our dog. Benny nodded satisfied. More and more highway signs appeared. They knew they were in the city limits when they passed a sign that said, Rosedale, Massachusetts. Population, 85,000. A motel flashed by, then a few stores, a park, a public swimming pool, and a movie theater. On this hot August day, hundreds of kids were swimming. Grandfather swung off Highway 6 onto Main Street, then drove straight for several blocks. Watch for Hamilton Street, he said, pushing his sunglasses up on his nose. There it is, Jesse exclaimed. Hamilton Street. Now, Grandfather said, look for 501 Hamilton. 501, yelled Benny a moment later, delighted that he'd been the first to spot Edward's house. The narrow two-story house was wooden and quite plain. Not a flower, not a bush, grew near it. Grandfather stopped the station wagon and the children scrambled out. Grandfather, straight and tall, headed up the walk and knocked on the door. The door opened wide, and there stood Edward Marlowe. He was a gray-haired man with a pink round face. His blue eyes twinkled and a grin spread across his face. Come in, come in, he called. Welcome. Grandfather grabbed Edward and the two men hugged one another. Edward, it's great to see you, Grandfather said. And you too, you old fox, Edward said. Grandfather stepped aside. Meet my four grandchildren, he said proudly. He pointed to the tallest. This is Henry, who's the oldest. He's fourteen. Jesse is twelve. 
Violet is ten, and here's six-year-old Benny. How do you do, sir? Benny said, stepping up and shaking Edward's hand. You're all to call me Edward, Edward ordered in a teasing tone. Come into the kitchen for a surprise. Going through the living room, Jessie noticed piles of newspapers and yellow magazines stacked in the corner. Upon a closer look, she saw that the yellow magazines were all National Geographics. Next to a worn leather chair was a world globe. Edward must like geography, she thought. Tables and lamps were dusty, and a cobweb drifted down from the ceiling. The dining room appeared to be seldom used. In the center was a heavy round table with six chairs. On one wall was a china cupboard with glass doors so grimy you could hardly see the dishes inside.